Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Bridget Spackman. And Michelle Emerson, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity. As a teacher, I'm so sorry. I'm giddy. I'm giddy. She is super giddy right now. And it's because it's <laughs> she snorted. It's a little bit of a tradition for us to wrap up the year by reflecting on the last 12 months. And teaching on the double is now three years old. And we want to celebrate with all of you by sharing our favorites, the challenges, and what we plan to accomplish in this upcoming year. Yay. Okay. But first, (laughs) let's hear a TSH from Jamie. Jamie says, although I have prep time at school, I find myself at home planning for hours. I find myself making my lesson plans more complicated and elaborate than they need to be. How can I be more productive when planning so I can be with my family after school? You know what? I feel like just referencing the podcast that we recorded back in September. So these are going to be episodes 141 all the way to 144. Um, These episodes really go into lesson planning in general. And it talks a lot about creating a structure to your plans. And so that way, it's like that structure and system point, right? That way, you know exactly what to expect and what you need to be planning for. I feel like sometimes we just kind of open up our lesson plan books and it's like this blank slate. And so we feel as though we have to reinvent something every single time. When in reality, we have a structure to our classroom. We want to keep that consistency. And so if we put down these structures, it's going to help keep us very focused and intentional with that time when we go to lesson plans. So definitely check out episodes 141 to 144. Okay, well, that nailed it. Um, So the only thing... (laughs) The only thing I have to add is I think in these moments, it's about deciding what you care most about because Mm -hmm. by spending all this time on your lesson planning, you know that you're giving up time that you could be doing other things with. So spending time with your family, for example, and it sounds like right now, like you are choosing lesson planning over your family. And that sounds super harsh and almost like tough lovey, but I think you need to hear it and, and view it that way and be able to tell yourself, I'm choosing lesson planning over my family. And I think that can help you kind of reframe your mindset and go, Ooh, I don't want to be doing that. Sometimes with lesson plans, good enough is good enough because they're never going to be perfect. And it almost gets to the point where once your lesson plans are good enough, using that structure that Bridget talked about, like go back and listen to those episodes. Once they are good enough, you could spend five additional hours and your lesson plan might be like one or 2% better. And to me, that is not worth it, right? You get Mm -hmm. to the point where the time you're putting in is not worth what you're getting out of it. And so it's just no longer relevant to spend that much time. So I think just reminding yourself of that, you know, good enough sometimes is good enough. And I'm spending all this extra time, but it's really not making it that much better. I talk about in my book about the 80-20 principle, which is a principle that they use a lot in the business world, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, what is that 20% that's going to give me that 80% of 
um, profit back? Like, where am I going to spend that 20%? And it's the same thing in teaching. So, I mean, really, you have to think about what is the 20%? What are the items that I'm really going to focus on that's going to give me 80% of the learning that students are going to have inside of that classroom? And when you start to identify that 20%, like, and I share a little bit about how centers were not my 20%, it was consuming so much of my time, but it wasn't allowing my kids to really grow. That 20% was like that mini lesson. It was that partner practice. It was the very intentional practice, explicit lessons that I was giving them that I was able to see that student growth. So you have to kind of decide what what's your 20% so that that way you can get a lot out of it from your kids. I love that. That was such a good connection. Thanks, lady. <laughs> I'm so excited for our books. Um, <laughs> So this is a yearly tradition. The very first time we did this was episode 053, celebrating one year of top teaching. And then, you know, 365 days later, we had episode (laughs) 105, celebrating two years of top teaching. What? And now we're celebrating three years, which is so exciting. So we are going to answer the exact same five questions as last year, which just in case you don't remember... Those questions are, what's your favorite episode from this year? What new things came out of teaching on the double this year? What has been a challenge this year? How have we grown this year? And then what are our goals for next year? But first, Bridget, and this isn't in the notes, so you you have no preparation. Okay, no prep. Okay, this is like a, a, a question, and then I'll explain how I know this. Or I guess I'm, it's not a question. It's me assuming something, and you're going to okay. confirm or deny. Okay, okay. So... When Bridget and I both record these episodes, typically on our computer, we almost create like a split screen where half of our screen is our notes, which we just create in a Google Doc. It's just like Mm -hmm. a bulleted list of the things we want to hit. And then we have our GarageBand, which is what we use to actually record the podcast audio in. Right. And what happens is we are connected through Skype. And we are in a Skype meeting so we can hear each other, but then we are each separately recording our audio through GarageBand. So there's a file of Bridget speaking and there's a file of Michelle speaking. Bridget then drops all of hers into Google Drive. I download them. I piece them together and line up the audio and then go through and edit them. Bridget, when you create your split screen, is your GarageBand, do you put it on the left side of your screen? I do. So you want to know what's funny? What? I've realized when I download your GarageBand files and then open them up on my computer, it opens up the way that you had it on your screen. So it will open up on the left side of my screen. And I was Uh like, I bet it's because that's where she has it. So when she saves the file, it literally (laughs) opens up as just the left half of the screen rather than like a full screen or anything else. But what's funny is I'm the exact opposite. I have mine on the right side. Are you? With my notes on the left side. What side is your, what side is your mic coming from? My mic is coming from the left side where the notes are. Okay, mine's coming from the left. So that's okay. That's interesting because I don't like having to look over my mic to look at the notes. Yeah, I can see that um, because it does sometimes That's get in so the way, funny. but they I, say I opposites just went through attract. it. I, I know. Mean, I just, I've noticed this for the past few months and I was like, I need to ask her about it. I was like, I'll wait so until funny. the three-year episode. <laughs> so funny. 
That is fantastic. Okay, so we're going to jump in uh, and we're going to start with that first question, which is what's your favorite episode from this year? And I think we we both had like, a okay, that's a both for us. Mm-hmm. And it's the January episodes. It is episodes 106 through 109. And this is when we went in depth with Atomic Habits. That book review changed my life, Michelle. Changed yeah. my life. It was so good. I recently on Instagram did like a Q&A and one of the questions was what is your favorite fiction and what is your favorite nonfiction book? And for nonfiction, I said Atomic Habits. I truly, it just has changed the way that I view like building habits and maintaining habits. And there were Mm -hmm. so many nuggets in that book. Oh, nuggets. I'm so hungry. But (laughs) There were so many little pieces of of information and tips and ideas that have really stuck with me. So specifically, episode 107 is the actual book review where Bridget yes. and I kind of share like our biggest takeaways. But truly, if you have not bought Atomic Habits and read it, whether it's audiobook or like the physical book, we highly highly recommend it because that I wish we had read it sooner honestly oh my gosh yeah hands down it is such a good book um I think that whole month what we did is we ended up taking that book and then we started to break it down and really dig deeper into building habits but from the perspective as a a teacher and how do we start to kind of do that and I just I mean that whole Like you said, there were just so many nuggets of information and it really did just have me do a complete shift in how I view building those habits. So I love that one. Fantastic. Okay. What's your favorite? So outside of that little grouping of episodes, I think my favorite was episode, it was recent, 149, which was titled Behind the Scenes, Our Favorite Reminders to Overcome Obstacles. It's the episode where Bridget and I just shared these little quotes or phrases that we repeat to ourselves when we're having a hard time or kind of struggling with things. And I think the reason I liked this episode so much, first of all, it's because I I pitched the idea for it. it. Yeah. But... (laughs) It's because for me, I have always resonated with little quotes and phrases going back to when I was in middle school, I want to say it was, I started a notebook where I would handwrite my favorite quotes. And each night I would spend time like Googling and finding quotes that kind of fit what I was feeling that day. It was almost like a journal, but with quotes. Like, do you still have this new book? Yes, I do. I you do. should do an entire YouTube video of just like flipping through it and going <laughs> through some of the quotes that you write down. I would that be very be interested. I would be very interested in that. There are some good ones in there, but yeah, it was just like a, a notebook where I hand wrote them all. So maybe it wasn't the most um, time efficient thing to do, but it was very therapeutic for me. And so having an episode where we could share some of those favorite sayings, I really enjoyed and I still have a note in the notes app on my phone where whenever I come across something that I'm like, ooh, I, like I could use that someday. Like I may not even be feeling it in the moment, but I know that it will resonate with me at yes. some point. I put it in there and I it's a comfort to me to go through and read those. So what about you? I'm going to have to say it's our bonus episode that we did over the summer. And it was our Top Teacher PD live event recap. Mm, that was fun. 
I just enjoyed talking about all the stories and just having it as a place for me to go to remember that day. Because one, the day was just so incredibly magical. We got to meet so many amazing teachers like in the area and some drove so far to come and see us. Mm -hmm. It was just so heartwarming and it just... um, it was it was just a great it was a great day overall and i feel like we had nailed everything like we are we should be like event planners <laughs> we're great at that i'm not going to lie minus the whole balloon situation that happened inside of my car which oh, yes. by the way i'm still trying to get some of those oh off. i believe it <laughs> it was everywhere um but i felt like it was just a great episode. It's very, very chatty. So if you enjoy the chatty episodes, it's fun. You get a kind of peek for the behind the scenes, how the event went, um, kind of our big takeaways from that event overall. So definitely go and check it out if you have not already. Yeah. And actually we're going to touch on the event a little bit more with the next question. So let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to share some new things that came out of teaching on the double this year, AKA some new babies. Bridget, Michelle, it's almost the new year and you know what that means. It's time to set a New Year's resolution that I'm going to quit in February. (laughs) That is not the attitude to have, but yes, that is the reality. Thankfully, we have something to help you actually stick with your resolution. Yes, we do. At least if your resolution is related to health and fitness, because our digital fitness planner has all the templates you need to be successful this next year. That's right. It has progress trackers, nutrition trackers, movement trackers, and so much more that will help keep you, pun intended, on track. Head over to teachingonthedouble.com forward slash store to grab our digital fitness planners and digital fitness stickers so you're ready to tackle your New Year's resolution. And as our gift to you, these planners and stickers will be on sale for the month of December so you can grab them at their lowest price. Again, head over to teachingonthedouble.com forward slash store and snag a digital fitness planner and some stickers today. We're back. Bridget is laughing, so I'm going to kick this one off. Are you laughing because of me saying our new babies? Yes. Listen, if you don't want to have another baby with me, you just have to tell me. There there are procedures to take care of that. I say that because one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is Stuff You Should Know. They just cover these really random topics. Yes. And last night, Billy and I, we go out to dinner every Saturday night. We like to try new restaurants around Austin. And we went to a restaurant last night and he had to go to the bathroom, but it was freezing out. It was like 35 degrees and raining. And so I told him, I'm going to go to the car so I can start the seat warmers, get the heat going. And he was like, yes, do that. So I'm waiting for him to come out to the car and I'm going through the stuff you should know because we needed a podcast to listen to on the way home. And I'm just scrolling and I'm like, vasectomies. I'm going to put that on. Like, I'm not going to tell it. Billy it's coming. Stop <laughs> it. Episode. I put on, but I've actually learned a lot. It's a really good episode. Oh. Anyway, anyway, new things to come out of teaching on the double this year. <laughs> yeah, so we we definitely have some new things. Um, the first one is going to be planner inserts. So Ugh. we had this idea to take a planner and how is that like how could we customize it? Like one, we love the 
customability is that even a word <laughs> did i just sure that, <laughs> that is not a word guys i don't think it is either but it is now hashtag i teach reading and writing um <laughs> but we had this idea like to take this already this type of planner that you can customize with it being digital and having that flexibility to make it your own but even take that a step further by offering planner inserts so we have a set of unit planning and then we also have a set of lesson planning inserts and what's great is that one, you don't necessarily have to have our digital planner to use these inserts because it's it's just blank. Like it doesn't have the tabs on the side. It doesn't have any of the tabs on the top. It's just blank. You add it on top like as an image and then you're able to write on it just as if it was part of your digital planner. And that I... I love it so much because I'm using them Um, because now I have small group rotations. Well, one, I haven't been able to do that because my kids were not very independent at the very beginning Mm. of the school year. But we finally gotten to the point where we are independent and I'm able to do more of a small group rotation with them. And so each group is more customized and I'm able to really plan out my lessons. And now I have the lesson planning inserts. They're great. I love that for you. I know. And obviously we did size them to perfectly fit on those colored pages in our digital planner. So if you own our digital planner, you know, at the top, there are those pink, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, like circles. And when you go to those pages, it's just a blank page. And, you know, we've kind of had this idea from the beginning that you would have these blank pages where you could create your own templates. Mm -hmm. So these are just templates that you can insert onto those pages and they are designed to fit perfectly on the white space there. So they do work best in our digital planners, but yes, you can use them in any. And when you get these, you get not only the images where you can drop them into any, you know, digital file, but you also get the editable Google slides. So if you want to go in and even further customize them, you can do that. And then you can just export them as images and be able to use them. So the other thing that happened, (laughs) we finally, finally posted the monthly stickers. (laughs) So this goes back to the first year that we released our digital planners. We gave away a set of like monthly themed digital stickers, which are just images really, to our email list subscribers for an entire year. And actually, I think we went on a little bit later than a year because I think we started it in like September yeah, or like October. Two months, I think. Yeah. It was like two and or so three months. We did it for a full year plus like the end of that calendar year. We would send out these digital stickers through email. And that was just a way for us really to treat like our early supporters. You know what I mean? Like the people that had been there from the start, we gave them all of these free stickers and then we stopped sending them A, because we didn't want to be repetitive, but then B, it also just, you know, it was like a treat for if you were an email list subscriber at the time, you got this. And we had told ourselves at some point, we are going to post these in our store. (laughs) And we told ourselves that for like a year and a half before it finally happened, but it did happen. The greatest part of all of this is how it actually happened. Okay. Because Michelle (laughs) was here and I cannot remember if it was during the live event time. No, it wasn't. It was, was it right before? Was it when we did um, that like batch planning 
I think it was we, during the live event. Was it during the live event? Okay. Yeah. So this girl comes and it's late. And y'all know how I do around late time. Okay. Michelle's like a little energizer bunny and she just keeps going. It's like 11, 12 o'clock. She's going. Nine o'clock rolls around and I'm like, I'm ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I cannot do this. So I remember sitting on the couch and Michelle's next to me. Okay. And I have already have our laptops open and, and I look over at Michelle. Michelle's like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and start getting the stickers ready. And we're going to put them in. I was like, okay, let me tell me what you want me to do. And I will help. Not even 10 minutes later, <laughs> my laptop is shut and I am like zoning in and out of consciousness with Legally Blonde up on the screen and Michelle over there working. I wake up in the morning and she's like, they're all done. I have them all posted. I did all this. And I'm like, what in the world did I do here? Nothing. I did nothing. I gave you the environment. That's all I did. So here is some behind the scenes from that. The the funniest part is, okay, so Bridget has one of those almost like three or four cushion couches, right? And she's kind of in the one like corner slash middle and I'm like, my back is up against the other side. So I'm almost like per or uh, parallel to the TV. So the TV is to my right where her stairs are because her TV is like up above her fireplace. So I'm working, I'm facing Bridget so I can see her snoozing. I'm working. And then every once in a while, I'm like glancing to my right to watch the TV. And every once in a while, I would hear these little footsteps coming down the stairs. (laughs) And it is Bridget's son, Blaine, who is up in the bedroom with Trent and they're like watching shows or playing video games or whatever. And he'd come, you know, trotting down the stairs and he would like see that Bridget's asleep and he would go into the freezer and he would grab like an ice cream bar and <gasps> he would he run back really upstairs <laughs> and then and then he'd go back upstairs and then like 30 minutes would go by he'd come trotting down the stairs again That's meanwhile seeker. it's like it's like midnight okay oh my god at one point I'm a horrible parent <laughs> no 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 it's fine because Trent Trent was telling him to do this at one point he comes down he gets oh, like the bad one. <laughs> five packs of gummies and I was like Blaine I was like you don't need five packs of gummies and he goes but they're for dad too. And I was like, okay, take them. <laughs> he just runs back up the stairs. <laughs> oh I was gosh. dying because I'm How? like, if only Bridget knew. But yes, the whole point of this is we posted the monthly stickers. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> we did. We did. And so during all of this, of course, another great thing to come out of Teaching on the Double this past year was the live event. It finally happened. But what I love is just that, you know, I feel like we had started the podcast when we decided to do the first live event. We had started the podcast like three, like two, three months. It wasn't that long. And we were like, we're we're professionals. (laughs) We're going to do a live event. Like in hindsight, I'm happy that it happened the way that it did. Yes. I remember at the time, like we were so bummed out with the pandemic just kind of throwing a wrench in the plans. And obviously the pandemic was awful in and of itself. It just was horrible timing though. We were like, are you kidding me? Like literally everything shut down. It was like a week and a half before we were supposed to do the live event. Like it just was one of those situations where you're like, really? But yes, in hindsight, who were we to think that we could be putting on this live event when we had just started our podcast? Who was going to come to this? I How we sold tickets? I have no idea. No idea. No idea. <laughs> so we had our live event and it was phenomenal. I mean, it was one of the best days. We had a mm-hmm. beautiful venue. 
like it was completely glass on one side it was overlooking like the golf course I mean people were just so excited they were really into it um, I truly felt as though we were able to give them an experience that allowed them to get ready for the year now hopefully if you're listening and you came to that live <laughs> event you're still following through with what we talked about during mm-hmm. that time mm-hmm. so but it was so much fun. It was very, very, very stressful. And I just love that Michelle and I were like, okay, we're going to also just go into the beach. You and I, we're going to go to the beach and we're going to hang out. I was so done with talking to Michelle. <laughs> she was over me as well. Okay. But what's so funny is like we were troopers. Uh, my favorite part was when we went to go get fish and chips. And that one little <laughs> lady came up to us because we had our phones out. We were just tired of talking to one another because we'd, I mean, it was almost a week at that point of just yeah. being around each other. And we are such hermits. I'm like, we would much rather just be in our own little spaces that she was like, why you guys should start talking to one another. And we're like, we've been together for too many days at this point. <laughs> it just goes to show you she had no idea, but none. And and not even to mention the fact that the whole beach trip, it was like cold and rainy. Do you remember that? We're like, <laughs> beach? What? We didn't even go to the actual beach. We never set foot on the beach. It was great. <laughs> there was no contact with sand, but it was just fun to like get away and you know, I remember the one night we were just walking around, like trying to find a restaurant and we had found one online and we walked there and it was like a club. It was like, boom, 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 boom. and we're like, oh gosh, no, but we got to get out of here. People. I know. It wasn't even young. It was like these old people dancing like on the ramps and you're like, whoa, excuse me. <laughs> and, like we ended up going to some like pizza place or whatever. It was like an Italian place. <sighs> but those moments I, I like I really enjoyed and then oh, we, yes. we stopped at that store I don't remember what it was called on the way back it was kind of by the outlets it was like a almost like home sense or like a home goods but it was big oh, and yeah 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 I don't remember what it was called though I don't either but, but just like walking around that like it was a good time and and yes the live event I just think getting to actually connect with people in person was so much fun because we do this podcast and we know people listen, but sometimes they don't feel real. And so yeah. getting to actually meet people in person and getting to like talk to them and connect with them and feeling like we knew them, even though we had never met before yeah. was a really, really cool feeling. So I'm happy we were able to pull it off. And I know we reflected on this in that episode that you mentioned, the recap episode, but we don't know exactly what we're going to do in terms of events. I mean, we're going to come back to that in one of the other questions, yes. but it is definitely something like we would love to do more. It's just a matter of, of the logistics because that makes yes. it kind of difficult. So Bridget, let's jump into what has been a yeah. challenge this year. Yeah, it hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows, people. <laughs> Especially at the beach. (laughs) So I think one of the biggest things for me personally is just um, navigating my new job, like switching from one job, one school to another and having done something one way for six years and then having it be so unbelievably different is very overwhelming and it has been a huge struggle. I will say like as we're going into December, because when we're recording this, like we're going into December, we, I do feel so much more 
stabilized. <laughs> like, good, I feel good. like I really have a handle of it at this point. Um, and so that has been really nice. I also just feel like I was finishing grad school. So I had finished grad school back in March. So at the end of February is when I was done. And that was just very time consuming. And then going into, you know, just busy schedules, like in general, like we've had so much going on between, you know, switching jobs, trying to find a new job, you know, finishing grad school, then working bathrooms. On, yeah, my bathrooms, which has been wild. And really, I only have one bathroom because the second one still has not gotten into works. But it's just been nonstop. So I'm looking forward to hopefully a year where I don't have as much. <laughs> yeah. It's it's been a it's been a big year for you with with changes and as we know any yeah. type of change is always difficult. It kind of reminds me of my year last year where it was like moving and then transitioning yes. into this new role and and it takes so long to feel comfortable in that. Yeah. So hopefully that means like next year will be a little bit smoother for you. Yes, hopefully, hopefully. What about you? Yeah. I mean, my year has been much more stable. However, I have been personally traveling more. And part of that is like now that we live in Texas, we've had more times where we have to go back to Maryland. So mm -hmm. things like Billy's grandmother's birthday, because bless her heart, like she's 93 and it's this whole like we don't know how much longer she has type of yes. situation. And then Billy's mom got remarried. So we had to fly back for that. And it's been these like constant trips. Like I had to go to your house twice during yeah. the summer for events and whatnot. And then I'm also traveling more for like PDs that I'm doing and those types of things. And it's made it harder for you and I to stay in close contact because yes. we've just, it's like whenever I'm super busy, you have more downtime. And then suddenly you yes. get really busy and I have more downtime. And it's been this like weird kind of balance between us. But I feel us. like we've done a really good job with that. Like we've voiced we have voiced are our best friends right now. <laughs> yes. Like we have found ways to make it work. It's different than before. We used to talk like actually on the phone in real time a yes. lot more. And now it is more voice memos, which is still good. Like I like to be able to hear Bridget's voice and yes. hear her laugh and all of those things, but it's just different. And that's part of life. You know, things have to change and you get accustomed to new things. I do think in general, like people are really good at adapting. You know, we, yes. we eventually we find ways to make it work and that's what we're doing. And then I would say for both of us, I know working oh, on our books yes. has been a whole endeavor and Thankfully, we're both kind of at the point where most of the work is done. Like yes. we both have turned in the manuscripts. We got our first round of edits and we turned in like the final manuscripts after making those edits. We then got copy edits and we've reviewed those and turned those in. So I think for both of us, the last step is just getting the page proofs of it like, is. here's what it will look like in the book. And what but, I love is that we've gone through this journey together with our own yes. separate books, but we've been on pretty similar timing Yeah, when it yeah. comes to the book. So I've really enjoyed this process of doing it with you and having, it's kind of that thing that we always say to one another. Like, it's so nice having a friend who can understand and, and sympathize with our lives and how we yes. do things. Like, we have, you know, YouTube, we do the podcast, we have online resources that we're selling. And normally, other friends don't understand that life, right? Right. We right. understand it. And now we have, like, this journey of book writing together that we can right. also share with one another. And it's just so fun. Yeah. Now, in hindsight, <laughs> because when did you sign on to do okay. your book? Okay. Let's well, not 
try to throw me under no, the no, no, bridge? No, 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 no. Here's why I'm bringing this up because you had signed on probably a year. year at some point, yeah, right? A year before. And so you. we were not expecting to go through this together because Bridget has signed on. And from what I remember, I think they had kind of reached out to me and I was like, it's just not a good time because of like well, you moving. were moving. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I just can't do it. So I didn't think I was going to be a part of this at all. And then they reapproached me in the spring and were like, Hey, you know, are you still interested? And I was like, you know what? Like, why not? Like I can make this work. And so it suddenly became, okay, it's going to be a really tight timeline. Like if you wanted to come out next spring, so to do the whole process in a year. So I didn't start writing my book until it was like April or May, but I basically wrote the entire book in like a month and a half, which was like super crammed in, but it it ended up, like you said, it worked out perfectly where suddenly our timelines aligned and we had no idea that that was going to be the case. And again, I just feel like it's the universe's way of like making things work so that we could have that experience together. Because originally we weren't going to, like that was not on the table. Yeah. And I think when I had signed on, I originally had a different idea for the book. And I think through that process of planning out that book, I then came up with this book idea. And I was like, wait a second, I think this is going to make a bigger impact. And so I had a meeting with, you know, the, the book publishing company. And I was like, I really think we should like pivot and do like a change. And so it was that pivot and then finishing up grad school that kind of pushed me into the timeline that I, that I was in with you. And I, I agree. I think it about worked that. out perfect. Yeah, it was going to be That feels like on, so long ago. <laughs> remember, it was going to be all on like the bridging literacy method, yes, which yes. I think is still great and will still have like a place maybe at some point. However, I felt as though like not a ton of people really know about it yet. And so I wanted to have something out there that really could make a bigger impact than what that would. And so doing one on building your literacy block, your reading and writing workshop was way more important for upper elementary teachers. Yeah, I totally forgot Mm -hmm. about that pivot. Isn't it funny how when you reflect on a year, when you think about a year, you're like, oh, that wasn't a long period of time. But when you think back to like the beginning of the year or the end of last year, suddenly you're like, wait, I was like a totally different person. Then. Do you ever have that feeling? Yes. I actually had that feeling. I want to say it was a couple of days ago where I came home and I was making a soup and I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't have to do grad school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I thought, yeah. oh my gosh, I don't have to work on grad school over this holiday season and stress about it. And that just was such a freaking good feeling. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it's just this constant evolution. And you look back at who you were a year ago, five years ago, 10 Mm -hmm. years ago, and it's, you're constantly becoming a better version of yourself, which is to me, like that is what life is about. Like you becoming a better version of yourself so that you can then leave the world a better place than when you entered it. And I feel like when you look back, even just a year ago of like who you were as a person and you're like, wow, I've really changed in good ways. And I think it's, I enjoy these episodes for that reason, which I didn't even mean to have this transition. But the next question is, how have we grown this year? Yeah. <laughs> so let's go ahead and yeah. go there. 
So I think one of the biggest things for us is that we don't meet every Sunday now. So originally when we started the podcast, we met every Sunday and we would meet from, for me, 9 a.m. to pretty close to 12. Mm -hmm. Like we were on the fence between like 1130 to 12 o'clock and that's basically like the time frame for how long we were on. And then for you, it was like what, 8 to... 8 to 11. Yeah. And so that was every single Sunday. And so now I think it's been three months. Yeah. It's been three or four months maybe that we only meet twice a month. Um, We have just gotten to this point where our systems are so on point when it comes to how we create and produce content for the podcast and everything else that we don't have to. I think our brains are so much more in sync now that we Mm -hmm. really know what to kind of expect from one another that we could just end up sending a text and saying, hey, I've done this. Can you do this or that kind of thing? And that I've completed my part. You're ready to do your part. We don't have to sit on and do this together. So we really just plan out our podcast and then we record. That's it. Yeah. So when we used to meet every Sunday, I'm going to just list like the four Sundays, what we would do. Sunday one was outlining the episodes and deciding what episodes we wanted to record for the next month. Sunday two was actually recording. So typically recording would take a solid three hours, depending Mm -hmm. on how many episodes we had. Sunday three was planning out the Instagram posts for the next month and getting all of the images made and the captions written. And then Sunday four was what we called product planning. It was essentially a way for us to brainstorm like, you know, when are we releasing the new planners? What changes do we need to make? And what new products do we want to have available? Planning for the live event, those types of things. Now, since we only meet twice a month, the first Sunday that we meet, and it kind of varies. Like it's not always the same right. Sundays. It depends on our schedules. And that has allowed for more flexibility, which is what we both need at this present moment. But <laughs> the first Sunday we will outline the episodes because that is still something we have to do together. And the second Sunday we will record, which is what we're doing right now. And now the Instagram posts, we do it separately. I make all the yeah. images, I get them loaded in and Bridget goes in and writes the captions. And sometimes like I'll leave her little notes of like what I was thinking for yes. this post and whatnot. Thank you so <laughs> much for that. I can only imagine some of them because I put ridiculous things. I and will then, look at this and I'm like, what in the world does she expect me to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> and then the product planning really has just become more of an independent task as well. Like in terms of the planner creations, we know that the July to June planners always launch at the beginning of May and the January to December planners always launch at the beginning of November. And so we just kind of backtrack and I know like I will create the actual planners and change all the dates and things. And then Bridget goes in and double checks all the links and gets them loaded onto our website. And so typically I try to give her a month to do that. So for example, come May, I know that at the beginning of April, I need to have my responsibilities done. Mm -hmm. That way she has the whole month of April to be able to do that. And I think it just really shows what we've done in the past to really create these systems. And And we have checklists galore. Like we have so many checklists like within our notes app that we share between each other. And that is a huge benefit too, so that we know exactly the responsibilities that each of us are kind of focusing on. But we've just gotten so good at it that now I feel like 
I can enjoy my family and my weekends a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't make it to the point where like I get up on Sunday morning and I know we have to meet and I'm like, oh, I hate this so much. Do you know what I mean? Because I had that feeling when especially we would have to record. And like today I didn't have that feeling at all. Like it was like, all right, I'm recording with Michelle. (laughs) Like, yeah. And it's like, I, it's hard to explain this because you don't want it to come off as offensive. Like Bridget and I both know we love each other. We love to spend yes. time together through this, but we also love, like you said, spending time with our family yeah. and we're people too, where we want to be able to have that flexibility. And I know personally, I have felt such a relief with only meeting twice a month. And yeah. now knowing like, for example, next Sunday, Billy already knows he's like, we can sleep in, we can make breakfast. Like it just becomes like a treat. And I have to remind people, we were meeting every Sunday for two and a half years. Yep. Please imagine meeting every Sunday for two and a half years for three to four hours every time. Yep. And again, it's overwhelming. It's the sacrifice of, I know for me, it always stunk that like I wouldn't get to sleep in because Typically Sunday is the day I would sleep in and I I didn't get to sleep in, which it's fine. Like it was a sacrifice I was willing to make, but typically like Saturdays we would have stuff going on. And so then it got to the point where it's like, well, I'm never sleeping in. And now just getting that, those two to three Sundays a month, depending on how many Sundays there are. It's so nice. It's It's so so nice. nice. (laughs) It is. It really, really is. Okay, we're getting rambly, but it's fine. Um, So other than that, in terms of growth, we already mentioned how we've learned just to be okay with having less communication together during those busy times and sending those voice memos instead of always talking on the phone and just realizing like that's the season of life we're in and it's okay. Like we know that like if if I texted Bridget and was like, I need I need you right now. I know she would drop what she's doing to talk to me. And that's fine. Like we don't have to be there every second of every day. Like we can have times apart and know that when we do talk again, it's like we have been together the whole time. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's kind of one of the biggest things is I feel like you and I have just grown not only like our podcast, but our friendship right? Mm -hmm. And how we work with one another. And I think we have this really good system for you and I, like how we figured each other out. And I don't ever feel the need that I have to be calling you or doing something or sending things to you. Like, I know I can go a week without talking to you and everything would be fine. Like, it's not like you're going to sit there and question me. Well, why haven't you called me? Why haven't you done this? And I think that's just such a beautiful thing because we respect each other's like individual time, but we're there for when we really need one another. Exactly. And I think we would both be willing to admit there was a time where we would talk on the phone pretty much every day. And yes. I, I will full on admit there were days where like I didn't really want to talk on the phone just because I, <laughs> I wasn't in the mood. I had a bad day, whatever. Yeah. But I did it because I felt obligated to. And we all know how that turns out. Like you can tell the other person is grumpy and you or you're like distracted and not really paying attention during the conversation because your mind is elsewhere. And it doesn't end up being a good conversation anyway. So we've gotten to the point now where it's like when we do talk, like we are all in like go. We we make lists in our phones of all the things we got to talk about. But we don't talk just because we feel like we have to. We talk because we want to. And we don't feel offended if the other person's like, hey, don't want to talk right now. Yeah. The number of times we text each other and we're like, 
just got in a fight with my husband. Don't like, I'm kind of in a bad mood. Like, let's be honest. It happens. We're, we're, yeah. we're literally like, I was fighting with Billy or I was fighting with Trent. I and know. we just kind of leave it at that. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's so funny because Michelle was mentioning about how like not wanting to talk with one another. There were times I felt like sometimes I would zone out during our conversations. <laughs> the and truth Michelle's like, out. you weren't listening to me. <laughs> Well, you could always tell by how the other person responds because you would say something and they're like, oh, wow. And you're like, you have no idea what I just said. (laughs) (laughs) And we all do it, you know, so it's it's fine. Like, I do think that our friendship just together has really just grown and and it's so much better. It really really is. Okay. I agree. Goals for next year. Goals. So I thought it would be fun to first revisit what our goals were last December, be our own like accountability buddies here. So Bridget's first goal was to take it on the road. Yeah. Check. Check. We did that. We did it. We we were on the road. I mean, not very far from my house, but... But we but we took it on the road. We were. Um, and so that is something that I was very, very proud of. Yes. And then mine was to have more in-person events, which we did one, which is more than zero that we yeah. had done the previous year. So check again. And then I had mentioned just like staying consistent because that's always been something I have had a lot of pride in. And yes. we've done that too. Like, again, we have never missed a week ever on this podcast ever ever I like I'm sorry I think can we round of applause that's probably gonna sound awful on the audio but whatever so check for that as well so we we met our goals go us we practice what we preach that's so good I mean seriously okay so now we know that we're awesome at keeping our goals let's make new ones and hopefully we (laughs) could try to keep this one for next year okay some some new goals um I am gonna start new goal is um how can we, and this is kind of the bigger question that I really had just for us, like as a podcast, is how can we take people from listeners to doers? Because there is one thing to listen to a podcast. And some of you listening out there, you're probably like, yep, this is me. Like you listen to it, but you don't actually follow through with it. And a lot of the times that's because we really struggle with taking this bigger idea and then just getting started with it, whether it's because you don't have the the templates, whether you need somebody to really there to kind of help guide you, give you that feedback. I mean, think about our kids, like some of them need that feedback. Some of them need that person that's just sitting there kind of showing them those steps to really get through it. So what I would like to for us to be able to do is maybe look at doing some virtual live events so that people can take action. I know mm-hmm. for us, it's a, it is a little bit of a struggle to do like in-person events just because of costs. You know, we like to try to keep things pretty minimal when it comes to like costs that you guys are paying. We don't want you to spend an arm and a leg for things. So that kind of prevents us from being able to do some of these really, really big live events for now, right? For now. Right, right. So what I would like to see maybe are like live virtual events. So like, let's say that we take, you know, an entire day and we take this live in person event, but we're, you know, live through like a Zoom or something to that extent where we can help really walk people through it. Now, we wouldn't necessarily be able to like be right next to you pointing, but I do think that it is like another element to have somebody there that you can ask questions, that you can get feedback, that you can 
show things to. And so that might be something we might consider for the future. You guys let us know. Yeah, I know that was an idea we were toying with after the live event because we loved it so much, but we knew we couldn't put on as many as what we would want to do. And so doing it virtually is a great way to do that. And I think, Bridget, you hit on a really good point of getting our listeners to be those those doers. And my goal for this next year is kind of holding ourselves to that same standard, if you will. Yes. Because I think we talked about our systems and I'm very proud of us for getting to this point. But I know having all those systems has almost made everything very routine. Yes. And so I want us to kind of break out of that routine a little bit. So being able to like release new products in terms of new, you know, planner things, <laughs> things to go with the planners, yeah. um, new merch lines, etc. We'll come back to merch in a second. But we've talked about a lot of these things where we always will share like, oh, I had this idea. Yes. But then we don't take action. And so I want us to really like act on those things instead of just dreaming because it's always easy to just keep kicking the can down the road, but being able to actually go, okay, but let's, let's come up with a plan, right? Let's come up with a mm-hmm. timeline. Let's, let's create a to-do list so we can actually get it done. Speaking of merch, when I left Bridget's after the live <laughs> event, I took our shipping bags and the extra stickers yeah. and I have them in a drawer. I have dedicated a drawer to merch. Yes. And we talked about like, we need to, we need to have a Do system. It. So <laughs> I know, I know. So we need to actually, I mean, stickers fine. Like I can mail out stickers, but I would love to offer more like shirts and hats and things just because I, I love merch as a way. It's almost like buying a team's Jersey. It's a way to support yes. people that you like and people that their messaging resonates with you. So let's make it our goal that we're going to, you know, release more merch in, in 2023. Okay. The year of the merch. We just can't write a book when we're doing this. No, no. And that's off of our plate. So it'll be better. It'll be better. Yeah. Okay. So that is it guys. That is our 2022 reflection. We hope that you enjoyed kind of going through this journey with us. And thank you all so much for those of you who've just kind of been listening for the three years. Oh my gosh. And if you are a newer listener, we so appreciate having you here. We really do um, appreciate you. We we love you very, very much. And we thank you so much for supporting us um, in this like passion that we have. So what we would love is for you to check out our website, teachingonthedouble.com, and you can su- submit your time-sucking hurdle. What is the thing that is sucking up all of your time right now? We would also love for you to subscribe to the podcast so that you can get notified when we hit a new episode, and be sure to leave us a review over on iTunes. Uh, so until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.